Hey, hey, Cryptonauts. Today is June 2nd, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, I'm going to give you the top 10 coin market cap of the day and deliver you the crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, before we get started with the top 10 market cap of the day, let me just remind you that there is a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, and I will leave the description below. Make sure you join, chat, hang out, ask questions, do whatever. Alright, with that said, let's start off with Bitcoin settling at 9000 Actually, let me refresh the page here. $9,515.36 for a Wowzers. We are all in the red for a 5.61% loss. I don't know, bloodbath. Horrible. Blah. Second place, we have Ethereum settling at $236.41 for a 4.73% loss. And third place, we have USDT Tether settling at $0.99 cents for a 0.08% loss. And in fourth place, we have XRP Ripple Settling at 20 cents for a 3.88% loss. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $249.71 for a 4.58% loss. And in sixth place, we have Bitcoin SV Satoshi's Vision Vision settling at $194.55 for a 4.10% loss. And in seventh place, we have Litecoin settling at $45.86 for a 6% loss. And in 8th place, we have Binance Coin settling at $17.21 for a 4.08% loss. And in ninth place, we have EOS settling at $2.66 for a 5.99% loss. And in 10th place, we have Tezos back in the top 10 settling at $2.87 for a 3.23% loss. So, with that said, we've had an incredible incredible bloodbath just it's all across the board just red insane um the total market cap is at 269 billion dollars wowzers so hopefully you made your profit yesterday i hope there's some winners out there i give you uh i give you a grand applaud if you uh if you cashed out yesterday that would have been awesome uh, for me, I'm a straight hodler, so I don't worry about the ups and downs. It's, it's nice to see, but I am here to stay for the long run. So I just keep buying and buying and buying, and whether it goes up or down, regardless, sometime in the future, way, way, way down the road is when I plan on cashing out, but not anytime soon. So regardless of how far it goes up, how far it goes down, I mean, it's got to be ridiculous. I'm talking about like thousands and thousands of percents up way up there then yeah obviously i'll cash out into a, uh, a stable coin and keep it in stable coin so when it goes back down i'll buy some more that's the whole idea right that's the goal so with that said let's go ahead and get started with the crypto news of the day All right, all right, Cryptonauts. Let's get started with the crypto news of the day, starting off with a 
article from Crypto Briefing. Controversial AI firm awarded $500,000 contracts for coronavirus tracing. Uh, AI firm Falcote will require extensive personal data for purposes that are currently unclear. Key takeaway, UK government awarded AI firm a contract to help deal with coronavirus pandemic. The contract shows that the data, including social media and credit rating scores, would be processed. Part of the document have been redacted, so the purpose of the data collection remains unclear. Privacy campaigners and civil rights groups have been rightfully flagging their concerns about the state surveillance resulting from coronavirus track and trace endeavors. The UK now appears to be stepping up its effort to obtain far-reaching personal data. That's crazy. The contract specifies that the company may analyze data, including social media profile, utility bills, and credit rating scores. However, it has been partially redacted. What? What is going on here? Fogarty is one of the one of the firms that works with the controversial Vote Leave campaign as part of the 2016 UK Brexit referendum. The campaign has previously come under fire from privacy watchdogs after it emerged that Facebook users hadn't consented to their data being used for target advertising in favor for Britain leaving the EU. EU. Wow. Okay. Okay, then. Let's get started with the next news. One from Cointelegraph. Bitcoin ATM faced tighter regulations over money laundering. The global regulatory landscape is tightening for crypto ATM operators. Expert predicts that Bitcoin ATMs, BATMs, BATMs, Bitcoin ATMs, really BATMs, wow, will face stricter regulations worldwide, with countries including Canada and Germany already moving to tightening up anti-money laundering requirements. A June 2nd report from CypherTrace estimates that 74% of transactions made from the US-based Bitcoin ATMs were sent out of the country during 2019. The report also found that 88% of the funds sent from U.S. crypto ATMs to virtual currency exchanges were transferred overseas. The figure has seen exponential growth over recent years, doubling annually since 2017. In an interview with Law360, CypherTrace CTO John Jeffries predicted that BATMs will become a great point of regulatory focus, emphasizing the need for more uniform regulatory enforcement and compliance concerning crypto ATMs move forward. Canada tightens Bitcoin ATMs regulations. Cypher Traces report was published two days after new regulations treating Can- Canadian firms dealing with virtual currencies as money service business (MSBs) took effect. Francis Pouliot of Bitcoin Foundation Canada and local crypto exchange. Bull Bitcoin tweeted that the new legislation will predominantly affect those firms that sweep crypto for cash, swap crypto for cash, citing Bitcoin ATM's operators as the most heavily impacted. Bitcoin ATM operators are now required to report all transactions worth $10,000 Canadian dollars or more. The amended Proceeds of Crime, Money Laundering and Terrorist Finance Act was passed during June 2019 amid calls from the mayor of Vancouver to institute a citywide ban on Bitcoin ATMs over money laundering concerns. Okay, cool. Well, you know what? There's a little bit more. Let's well, let's read the whole thing. Mm, global regulatory targets crypto kiosk. In July 2019, Spanish police pointed to crypto ATMs as blind spots in European anti-money laundering 
regulations after identifying a single local gang that had laundered roughly $10 million for Colombian drug trafficking using Batums. November, November last year saw the United States Internal Revenue Services launch an investigation to elicit uses for cryptocurrencies, highlighting, highlighting potential tax issues resulting from the use of Bitcoin ATMs and kiosks. The German finance, Financial Market Authority took action against unlicensed Bitcoin ATMs in March of this year. The crackdown followed the introduction of new anti-money laundering regulations targeting holes in Germany's previous existing cryptocurrency regulation. Right, next news. Another one from Cointelegraph. Volatility. $230 million in BitMix liquidations hit bulls and bears alike. Okay, this is the big news of the day right here. The extreme extreme volatility of the past 24 hours has seen 230 million dollars in both longs and shorts liquidated on bitmex the recent volatility in the bitcoin markets has left both both bulls and bears facing significant liquidations with almost 223 million dollars in 24 hour margin calls on leading derivatives exchange bitmex being evenly spread between btc shorts and longs as of when this story was published, a little over $111.5 million or 50.04% of the total was liquidated in the form of Bitcoin longs while shorts represented $111.3 million or 49.96% of liquidations positions, according to CypherMeter. Wow! Wow! All, uh, altcoin liquidations brought the total to $230 million. Both short and longs hit on BitMEX. Shorts were initially hit hev- heavily as BTC gained over 8.78% in just four hours as prices rallied from $9,506 into new recent highs just shy of $10,400 heading into the early hours of June 2nd. However, the break into five-figure prices would prove to be short-lived as roughly 14 hours of tight consolidations near $10,200 gave way to a violent drop that saw Bitcoin shed roughly 10% in less than 4 minutes as price plummeted down to $9,150. Crazy! I'm looking at the charts, it's just a straight red red line just straight down. Wowzers. The last 10 hours have seen tight range bound consolidations between $9,400 and $9,550 with many traders anxious anxiously waiting Bitcoin's next major move. Exchange outages persist amid price crash. The sudden price crash triggered familiar outages on top exchanges with users reporting overload on BitMix as slippage drove prices as low as $8,600 on the platform. Top United States-based exchange Coinbase went offline like clockwork as prices rallied above $10,000. This is insane. Every single time Coinbase does this. Continuing with Twitter users, Crypto Recruiter asking the firm, how does an exchange with an $8 billion valuation crash every time Bitcoin pumps 5%? I would genuinely like to know. Andy Sperker added, Crypto prices rise and once again at Coinbase shows error messages to people trying to access funds. I would highly suggest why you get in. Get those funds off the exchange. It's a complete show. Uh, Altcoin liquidations overwhelmingly long. Despite both sides of the Bitcoin market suffering heavily amid yesterday's volatility, 
Ether and Ripple longs represented nearly 88% of each market's respected, respective 24-hour liquidations on BitMEX. Roughly $3.65 million in bullish ETH positions were wiped out, while $1.74 million in XRP longs were liquidated overnight. More than 99% of Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, and EOS liquidations over the past 24 hours on um, BitMEX were also long. Wowzers, that is the news of the day. Jeez Louise. Insanity. Millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars liquidated. Crazy. Wowzers. Next news, Vitalik tells CZ to think bigger. Crypto is more than just protest money. Uh, let's take a quick little peek at that article from Cointelegraph. The Ethereum co-founder says the crypto community needs to get with the times. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin says the current financial crisis is very different to the 2008 global financial crisis that Bitcoin emerged from and to the crypto community needs to adjust its thinking accordingly. Writing in a Twitter thread on June 2nd, Buterin said that some of its Bitcoin's most dearly held narratives had not been born out of this time around. Pandemic and protest. The Ethereum co-founder said 2020 is not a repeat of the financial crisis in 2008-2009. Rather, he tweeted, it is a virus crisis, a crisis of epistemology, epistemology, and one of the overbearing policy. He challenged the idea that the Bitcoin narrative around inflation was an, an important aspect of the current situation, not least because of the impending specter of deflation. Quote, Yes, the money printing did go brrrr, but that's a relatively small portion of what is going on, and even the inflation is still not going up or down. Alright, let's go to the next news. Adam Beck, crisis will push BTC to $300,000 even without institutions. Crypto pioneer Adam Beck thinks that the current financial situation could could propel Bitcoin to $300,000 even without Goldman Sachs on board. Blockstream Adam Back says that unlimited money printing will drive retailers and investors towards Bitcoin and push the price to $300,000 within five years. In an interview with Bloomberg, in which he once again denied he was the Bitcoin creator Satoshi Nakamoto, Back outlined his thinking behind the sky-high price predictions. The cypherpunk OG, who was cited in the Bitcoin white paper, added that the BTC may not need the long-awaited flood of institutional money to push it into a bull run. Quote, It might not require additional institutional adoption because the current environment is causing more individuals to think about hedging, Back said, and retaining value when there's a lot of money printing in the world. Back is a hodler. Back, who hodls the BTC he mines in expectations of price appreciation, price appreciation cited a number of trends working in Bitcoin's favor. These included more people working from home as well as overvalued bonds and real estate investments, which make it difficult to get a decent return on most of the investments. Okay, let's go to the next news. Popularity of Brave's crypto-enabled browsers doubles 15 million active active users. Okay, this is a report from uh, Crypto Briefing. Brave browser popularity is up 125% since last year. Moreover, its ad programs are thriving with sustained growth. Brave could replace Chrome as the web's most popular browser. Key takeaway. 
now over 50 million people. No, hold on, no. Yes, key takeaway. Now over 50 million people use Brave's crypto-powered web browser. More than 1,500 ad campaigns have been run through the browser. Brave also continues to innovate with the plans to roll out many other new features. Brave reports that the popularity of its privacy-focused browser has more than doubled since last year. Now more than 15 million people actively use the crypto-enabled browser. Beyond usage, the browser is seeing strong growth in other areas. Brave's 15.4 million users represent 50% growth since November 2019 when version 1.0 went live with 8 million monthly active users. It also represents 150% growth over the past year when pre-1.0 versions of the browser were available. Daily users are also on the rise. More than 5 million people use Brave daily from up to 2 million a year ago. Alright, that is awesome. I'm a Brave user. I like Brave and I highly recommend Brave. So with that said, oh also leave me a tip, a Brave tip if you if you don't mind. Uh, my YouTube channel, search... Uh, Johnny Mipadiche, or you can search um, uh, Mangia John. Or, yeah. Okay, so next news uh, from Coindesk. No, Marvin Amori, Coindesk is not trying to extort you. Mm, nah. Let's see. Blockchain is part of China's master plan for new competitor island to Hong Kong. Um, yeah, let's check that out. This is another one from Cointelegraph. China master plan for making... Hainan, a free trade island, encourages institutions to use blockchain in transforming government functions. Chinese authorities have released a master plan for turning southern island province Hainan into a free trade port. Xinhua News reported on June 1st, a trade port system will focus on facilitating free trade, investment, and cross-border capital flow in the whole island. Government Institution Reform the master plan encourages government institutions to use blockchain and other technologies to reform government functions. Authorities hope the new modern technologies will help build a comprehensive scientific standard and effective free trade port governance systems. They added that, quote, We should give full play to the role of modern information technology, such as big data and blockchain, standardized government services, Standards through government services platforms, realize government process, re-engineering and government services, and strengthen orderly sharing of data and improve government services and government level. What? I don't, I don't know what I just read, but that's what I read. Chinese, China says it committed to strengthening the application of blockchain technology in intellectual property transactions, certification, and other aspects, and explore new models suitable for the development of free trade ports. Hainan versus Hong Kong. The decision to develop the entire island of Hainan into a pilot free trade zone was announced by Chinese President Xi Jinping during a visit to the island in April 2018. Earlier last year, China's richest man, Jack Ma, remarked as the business leader's advisory council that Hainan must aim to overtake Hong Kong by becoming a major player in digital aid international trade. The council was created to advise the government on its plans to accelerate Hainan's operation up and the development of the Hainan Pilot Free Trade Zone, according to the Southern China Morning Post. The Hainan Free Trade Post will be basically will be basically established by 2025 and become more mature by 2035, says the plan jointly issued by 
the Central Committee of the Communist Party of China and the State Council. Wowzers. Okay, okay. Iranian lawmaker says Bitcoin should be Central Bank's turf. Um, okay, this is... Uh, let me see. Ransomware groups threaten auctions of Madonna's legal data. Massive Bitcoin plunge nothing more than traders being traders. Okay, coin XX says... Uh, Caitlin Long Avantis raises $5 million, submits Wyoming banking charter application. Uh, the centralized web has plans, if not solutions, to the misinformation nightmare. Bitcoin crashed to $9,000, indicator point rebound. Media startup, civil shuts down, team absorbs into decentralized ID efforts at consensus. South Korean persecution frees crypto wallets and suspected child porn ring chief. Uptrend in mainstream crypto interests started last fall, MIT startup says. Cell phone, bitcoins, and citizen tools of anti-authoritarianism featuring Alex Gladstein. Is that like a... what? What is that? I don't know. Charles Hoskinson, I don't live in Vitalik's mind. Okay. What? Wait, 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 wait. It sounds like that's a slap. Somebody getting slapped? Charles Hodkinson's laments Vitalik Buterin's inability to engage in a meaningful discussion about Cardano, which, in his opinion, hurts Ethereum. Charles Hoskinson does not know why his fellow Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin will not acknowledge the existence of Cardano while speaking enthusiastically about other blockchain projects. Ignore fetish. In a recent Cointelegraph interview, Hoskinson lamented Buterin ignoring Cardano. Hoskinson said that the ignorance of Cardano's achievement hurts Ethereum as everything that Cardano does is open source and could be borrowed by the rival. Ethereum has been plagued by delays in the development of its second generation proof of stake platform. When asked directly about about the crooks of this tacit conflict, Hoskinson responded, I don't live in his mind, so I don't know why he never mentioned our project, and it's his decision not to, to do that. It's just a detriment to his ecosystem because there's a lot of ideas in Cardano that could be useful to Ethereum. And if the leaders of Ethereum decide to just have a blind spot for our project and just not ever reference our tech or our, our papers other than to criticize them, all they're doing is they're just preventing those ideas from providing value to them. We have no patents and everything's open source and Ethereum is large, larger than Vitalik. Uterine would work on a project like Cardano. What is even more befuddling to Hoskinson is that Buterin is eager to discuss other projects like EOS, but even when prompted by community to talk about Cardano, Buterin, according to Hoskinson, avoids the topic. Quote, because every now and then you see tweets like, hey, you know EOS is an interesting project, maybe Tezos, but there are no other projects that are interesting. And then the immediate follow-on was Vitalik describing Cardano as a project he would work on when he was describing the features and capabilities and my own community starting started picking on him on Twitter and being like, you're literally describing what we're working on in Cardano. And of course, there's no engagement or even reply or acknowledgement that Cardano exists. That has, that has to be purposeful. In Elon Musk's footsteps, Hoskinson was also perplexed that the only time Buterin took t- 
time to discuss Cardano happened on Reddit and was not very productive. Yet Buterin eschewed discussing Cardano in an academic medium. Hoskinson compared Buterin's style of interaction with that of Elon Musk. He's got a big ecosystem. He's very young. He's learning how to be a CEO and he's just going to do things his own way. And you can't really argue with success. He's so far been very successful in that respect. So who knows, maybe that's the new way to do business. I mean, Elon Musk certainly has a unique way of interacting with people and it worked pretty well for him. Fact checked. Finally, it happened. On May 22nd, the interview was recorded on May 18th. Buterin mentioned Cardano on Twitter. And here's a screenshot. Quote, I hereby acknowledged Cardano. Ha! <laughs> that's funny. Buterin literally tweeted, I hereby acknowledge Cardano. <laughs> that's funny. On the other hand, Buterin has discussed EOS and Tezos extensively. Is thy face like thy mother's? The last personal interaction between the two Ethereum alums happened a couple years ago when Hoskinson wished Buterin a happy birthday over Skype. Maybe the answer to this hostility lies in the words of one of Hoskinson's favorite poet, Lord Byron, for whose daughter Ada Lovelace Hoskinson's named Cardano's cryptocurrency. Is thy face like thy mother's, my fair child, Ada? Soul daughter of my house and, and heart. Perhaps Buterin cannot accept the fact that Hoskinson left Ethereum to build a network of his own. Wow. With that said, Cryptonauts, I hope you remain in quarantine. You're staying safe, you're staying clean, and you're doing your best to wipe everything down that you order online or that you pick up at, at the shop and that you stay indoors during curfew time because as you know there's a lot of rioting a lot of looting going on out there um, and you don't want to get caught up at night turning down the wrong road on accident and ending up in the middle of this chaos so if you can avoid going out at night with that said cryptonauts make sure you join the discord channel I'll leave a link in the description below. With that said, adios.